Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, March 2nd, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. You know, I almost didn't introduce myself. I almost forgot my name. I know I'm not sure this what the, how this show is going to fly. When I need to know my name, right? I, and I, it was it was touch and go there for a minute. Well, you could just go back to your old school days, just keep shouting, say my name, say my name, and we would have helped you out. Yeah. Oh my God! But I, Dan, don't ever give me information prior to a show that that you that you clobber me over the head with. Okay, so we can't. We just have to talk about show related items before the show. Most definitely, and and keep it to hockey. Okay. <laughs> and keep the photos to yourself too. <laughs> All right, I'm going to fire away. Um, well, as I always like to do, and I'm sure people are getting a little tired of it, I'm going to have to make a move. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, 5-3 victors over the Washington Capitals the other night. A lot of positives. Justin Hall, nice-looking game. A goal and an assist and a heck of a nice pass back on the on the final goal. Uh, Tavares, you know what? I've been hard on John Tavares, and, you know, he's an elite hockey player. Um, Dan has made me aware that, you know, don't forget how great he is, you know, how hard he plays, how great he is in offensive zone checking, great he is in the draws. You know, Dan's right on all that stuff. <laughs> I was, it, it's funny you say that, Percy, because I was thinking that. I was watching the game. I'm like, you know what? Dan's right. I haven't really been noticing the other stuff that, that, that uh, Tavares has been doing. So he was right. Now, whether they're right, wrong, or indifferent, they said it's amazing. We, we've seen Tavares on a show taking advice from his uncle. Okay, and we know he cares. The legend John Tavares from lacrosse legend. So he, they said that he listened in on Gretzky talking uh, about John Muckler and him having a meeting. Gretzky once went nine games without a goal, which is hard to believe. And John Muckler and Gretzky sat down, and John Muckler said, I don't care. Quit. He said, I want you to think of just make one big play. One play. All you have to do, you, I'm not putting anything on you. Enjoy yourself. Make one play that matters. And uh, they think Tavares listened in on that because when a coach, you know, that's right. Don't put too much on a person, right? No. You know, in life, you can't put too much on a person. Now, I've got to eat more crow today. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Mitch Marner is player of the month in the NHL. And now we're going to bring up something, if I may, and you okay. can chime in, of course, Dan. Mitch Marner has played extremely well. He had, what, four goals against in that 10-goal uh, game? Yes, but all that matters is yeah. are the playoffs. And Mitch Correct. Marner, uh, in the Washington game, you know, he had, a, he had another great offensive game. But Mitch Marner, when it mattered, was stick handling and got stripped of the puck. And Washington came in and tied it up. Yep. He, is, he has to stop that because in the playoffs, they will be burnt by that all over the place. I couldn't believe how often he gets trapped stick handling. No, for sure. But player of the month, right? He's put up some uh, staggering numbers. Um, Peter Mrazek looked okay in that, mm -hmm. solid. Jack Campbell went to the movies. He spent the afternoon watching movies. He went to the cinema because he has to get his mind off this. So we're a long way. We've got to get Jack Campbell. What what movie you watched? They they I read it and I'm not really 100 percent sure. <laughs> but Jack, I wonder if he'll get the start tonight because the Buffalo Sabers are in town. He gets uh, against Sabers are a funny squad and they and the Leafs have to keep rolling. They're looking pretty good. What would you do? If you are the coach, well, there's two minds, two uh, two sets of uh, minds on that. I would start him tonight. Would you? What would you do, Dan? I would, I would sit him. You go with the uh, hot no, hand now. Uh, no, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say Mrazek's the hot hand, but I would just say, you know what? Let Mrazek have another game, and maybe uh, create 
a bit of an atmosphere of, of friendly competition where, you know, you know, the, that you actually have to uh, step up. You're, yes, he is the number one goalie, but uh, he needs to, to realize that he's got to refocus and be ready and say, okay, well, you're not playing tonight, but we'll give you the start on, um, on Saturday, you know, and, right. and you just, uh, or not even tell him that. And if Mrazek has a great start, well, guess what? Their job is to win hockey games and their job is to, uh, do their, like put out the best, uh, roster that they have. And so, yes, I'm not against Jack Campbell. I'm not saying get rid of him. Cause I think he's a heck of a goalie in the first half of the season, he was the best goalie in the world. So he has the capability of doing that. And maybe he just needs a reset right now. I, you know what? I like it. I, you, 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 you did it again. You made me flip flop <laughs> and change my mind on what's going to happen. But Dan Cherry. Exactly. Don't but whether say this, that. <laughs> but whether this happens or not is hard. You know, we'll see what happens tonight yeah. and then we can talk about it. You know, I was talking to you, Dan. I think it's I think it's worthwhile to mention Spets again and, and mention it in front of Dan. Yes. Or, or, or I'm sorry, Grant is his name. Yeah. Um, Jason Spets is a very quality human being. And I was watching a thing the other day where what they do with uh, at the end of every season is they tip out the trainers. The trainers get extra bonus money. Oh, the players, okay. Okay. So the AHL last year was basically these guys weren't making any money, um, the Toronto Marlies team in the AHL. So Spezza said to Rich Clune, the captain, because they are all commingling together and playing and practicing, he said, uh, don't, don't worry about the, the trainers. I'll, I'll take care of that this year. So Spezza tipped the trainers out a lot of money, understandably. Wow. Then Spezza spearheaded a motion by all Leaf players to put money in each player's account that was a Toronto Marley. Um, which was, I guess, uh, quite a bit of money in each person's account. They said players were going to the bank and coming back going, whoa, what's going what on What happened? <laughs> but you think about how cool that is, how yeah. quality he is, because the guys are, are scuffling along in the AHL financially. Mm-hmm. And, no, for sure. And no one in the NHL is scuffling. <laughs> no. <laughs> At a league minimum of 750000 yeah. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I'm going to say it. That would never happen in the sport of basketball. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, we, we know, and we know the reasons why. Yep. But I just wanted to bring up a nice story a nice story about that and the fact that Spets is such a quality guy. The Leafs are lucky to have him because it's hard to believe that he was up basically out of hockey two years ago. And oh, for sure. as you said, Dan, he's a good hockey player. He, he well, loved good. I mean, if you really think about it, up the middle, they're phenomenal. Like, they have a phenomenal, like, you have uh, Matthews, Tavares, Spezza, like, these guys up the middle are phenomenal uh, guys to have. And so there's no questions there. You know, we, there are other questions here and there, but there are no questions up the middle. No, absolutely not. And you'd mentioned the, the ability to win draws. They've got Matthews winning all his draws now. You've got three guys yeah. that can step in and key situations and win the draws. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to skip the leaves. I was going to talk uh, trade targets but we're not going to do that today if that's okay with you nope. none of that stuff toronto raptors uh brooklyn nets what a you know what i didn't realize how beat the brooklyn nets are i thought i thought they were in first place they're not in first place and the raptors swept them a pounding 133 97 beat them by one point last night i love how the raptors booed goran dragic all night yes i saw a little bit of that it was worth the price of admission but dragic you know, let's face it, Dragic, everybody is saying all the right stuff. Nick Nurse said, well, you know, he was just here to be traded. Yep. 
Dragic didn't want to play in Toronto. And he went to management and said, I have a lot of personal issues and problems. And um, quite frankly, I, I'd appreciate it if you could give me some time off. And then his issue was not the fact that he wasn't there, Dan. Yeah. It was the fact that he was on Instagram, working out with the Miami Heat, sitting at games, dressed to the nines, socializing yeah. in Miami. Yeah. You know, and, and anyway, our Toronto fans, you got to love them. 100% capacity, booing him every time he touched the ball for Brooklyn. Good for him. Malachi Flynn, you know, we almost forgot about him. He is the heir apparent to Fred, to, uh, Fred Van Fleet one day. Yep. He's looking pretty good. He they, they told him, they gave him some tough luck and sat him on the bench most of last year. But I'll tell you what, uh, in Van Fleet's absence, he looks, he's quick and, and is playing very well. Oh. So they, they sat, they have been saying, we forgot all about him. And we've won that trade. Precious Achoo is playing well. 20 points and a pile of re- yeah. rebounds every time. This he's is a, a great He's great a great report. name, great athlete, it yeah. appears, and he's coming Precious. on. Precious. Um, so the Russian, boy, they're really coming down, eh? Yeah. Hurling, uh, there's a Everything. lot of sports. Everybody is starting to take our lead and is having <laughs> They teams. listened to our show on Monday. They must have heard us say that they should start. But you know what? It, what do you do? Okay, back to the same question. What do you do with individual athletes, Dan? Because it's different in a team sport. Yeah. Do you make these guys pay for what's going on? Like, and that, I just, I just. I know we said, I know we said send them home uh, with a little bit of sarcasm. Uh, but you're right. The individuals that are playing abroad, uh, there's nothing really you can do without, you know, complete, you know, a, a complete war measures act where, you know, there's where there is segregation of certain people, which happened in World War II in our country. Right, so getting getting down to the brass tacks. Yeah, it's, we like were we're, we're, a we're a long way from that. Right, exactly. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, because what are you going to do? Then, then you're going to look at other areas of culture as far as, uh, as, far as music, as far as uh, writings, as far as poetry, as far as operas, as far as, you know, so many other things yeah. as well. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, and, and I, I, I hate, I'm doing this to Dave Beach, and we like Dave Beach. He's one of our favorite listeners. But yes. Phil Mickelson, it just keeps coming for him. <laughs> They've taken away his American Express tourney where he hosts, and yep. it's a big deal to be a host. Now, no, he's no sure. longer a host of that yep. tournament. But you know what's funny? You think back to Mickelson. Mickelson was not popular. We've talked about this. He was the least popular golfer amongst players a few years back. Yeah, like when like during Tiger's big 10-year or 12-year run of being number one, he wasn't a very popular guy with the uh, with the fans. I mean, there well, were there the were players. some and, and the players. Like he was known. That he, when the cameras were on, that's where we got folks he fell from. The cameras were on, easy going guy. Tip cameras, hat. cameras are off in the in the locker rooms with the other players. Would have nothing to do with them. Yeah, and where and, and, a guy like Tiger Woods, who cameras are on, is like laser pinpoint focus, not really given much of anything. But I guess behind the scenes, he'd be talking to a guy who just made the cut. Uh, for the very first time and just, you know, oh, this is, you know, having a beer with them and, you know, having a good time. Well, what what I found interesting, two things. Back in 2014 when he was really out being, there was a Tom Watson was coaching, the, I think it was a Ryder Cup. He threw him under the bus. He was the one guy that stood up and said, this is all Tom Watson's fault. Yeah. He was the coach who really yeah. has not much just as the pairings. Yeah. 
He was famous, they said, for crumpling a chip bag his first time he played with Tiger Woods to throw him off. Every time Tiger had a putt, he'd make little crinkly noises with. So, you know, there's some dirt there on yep. him. And anyway, we'll, as I said, the, the, it just keeps coming for folksy Phil. He's going to have some, <laughs> some issues with sponsors and things of that nature. As great a golfer as he is, by the way. Now, just turn the go back. So what exactly did he say? to get him in all this hot water. Uh, he said, okay, I, the Saudis are real, you know, like bad people, yep. in, a, in swear words, a standard yep. conversation. He said, he said they did kill Khashoggi, and he said and they kill gays. Yep. But he said, this, this isn't about that. This is about we can basically make the PGA get on their knees, and it'll make them come around. It's just about golf. Yeah. So that, that answer, I think that answers yeah, it all. <laughs> That's a... Uh... That says a lot right there. Yeah. So the big thing, I think, and and boy, I've done, you you probably looked at it too, Major League Baseball. These owners, this Manfred and these owners are despicable. The the players are, you know, you forget, the players are coming out and very, very literate in what they're saying. You got to remember, this this is not, like Manfred said, they said, they're making fun of him with a straight face. He said, we're really sorry of the fans or, no, he doesn't care one iota about the fans. They were locked out. This has yep. gone on forever. So the owners locked the players out in, for quite a period of time. Yep. Um, you know, then they put drop dead times, forcing the players to take it. You take it now, or the season's canceled. The stripling from the Jays was the best. He said they sat down yesterday and they had a whole bunch of new demands that they'd never seen before. Um, you know, he said the players must. You know, they were all new yeah. and at the last minute. So these owners, they're greedy, and they're the ones, you know, they're the big, big money, and they it's all about money. This is not about, uh, you know, salary cap. This is about flat-out revenue, yeah. and uh, it's dreadful because now there's games being canceled. Yeah. You know what? Baseball's so messed up. I mean, we've talked about it before, like that whole steroid stuff, then like the, the, the cheating with the Boston Red Sox winning the championship and the Astros winning, like, it's just really messed up that it's gone to this, and now the owners are doing what they're doing. Well, you know, and Dan, you know what alarmed me even more is is with regard to the fan base with baseball. They don't care about the fans. What do you think the mean age of a person who watches baseball is? Now, I've kind of given up. Like, what do you think the average age of somebody who watches Major League Baseball, their core, their main average fan, is how old? I would hazard to guess somewhere in like the... 55-ish. Good call. Very good. 57. That's a problem. See, I wanted to say your age, but then I didn't want to insult you. You didn't want to say full senior, did you? (laughs) You you, could have. You could have. But no, that's so that's a big problem. You can't have a 57-year-old average. That's your guy? Yeah. Where where does this, like, that makes me sad. What happens to baseball moving forward? No, for sure. The 20 and 30-year-olds couldn't care less about one of the greatest sports ever and would be better off playing video games than watching major league baseball oh, yeah so they haven't changed with the times right no for sure um so i had to do a little bit of scrambling uh but the our otters have a couple of games this week uh they're away friday and saturday they're playing stainer which is an important game because they are going to have to play stainer in the playoffs and you know i'd like to see them get some offensive oomph somehow yeah. so these are just makeup games yeah two makeup games that were canceled uh, in the yeah, and the playoffs start in two weeks is that what so yeah, in two weeks, and we'll keep everybody posted about that. Nice. You know, you know, it's got to be a tough year for them because they haven't won much, and when you're not winning, it's hard. You know, hard to be emotionally invested in. No, for in sure. Anything, right? For sure. Extremely hard. Well, I think this has been a heck of a show as always. <laughs> Another good one, Percy. But you have to make me a promise. What's that? Moving forward, that you don't drop bombs on me. 
prior to the show. I won't. I promise. Because if you do it again, I'm well, not going to Hey, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like, you know, we just casual conversations, but it wasn't about sports. And I know you get laser focus for the show. <laughs> yeah, and when I hear when I hear stuff like that, I, I forgot my name. And, and if that happens again, that's going to be awful embarrassing. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's been a great show, great day. I hope our listeners have a great day out there. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. We will be back on Wednesday with more sports.